When Graham Kemlow asked Carolyn Jasinski to give him the headline for her story on driving in the outback, she said, How the boob shaker track taught me to stay safe in the outback. Caroline's no shrinking violet, and she loves a laugh, so when she went to an outback driving course in South Australia's Riverland, she was convinced she needed not only a two-way radio and a personal location beacon, but after a few kilometres on the aforementioned track, our reporter decided she also would need better support in the clothing department. I know exactly what she means, but we'll let her explain. Tell me, what's the story? Just give me the headline. How the boob shaker track taught me how to stay safe in the outback. <laughs> you sure you want to go there? Uh, uh, I wasn't sure how to do it, but anyway. So what? All right. <laughs> okay. I know you love the outback. You love the great open spaces that Australia's got. It can be a bit of a dangerous place. And I know you're going to go four-wheel driving uh, again out there. And I believe you had a bit of a lesson to teach you how to do it safely. I did. Graham. this was um, one of those just chance things that I got invited on a trip and it was uh, from a company called GME. It's an Aussie company that makes communication equipment. Yes, they're so, a well-known name, GME. Yep. Yes, they are. But I had no, I had no introduction to any kind of thing like that before. I've been four-wheel driving before, but I've never been the driver. I've been on tours and things like that. So I've had all the fun without any of the worry before. Yeah. Um, I'm actually heading to the outback in a few few weeks' time. I'm going doing a, a road trip on my own from Alice Springs along the West MacDonald Ranges, around the Marini Loop, which you need a four-wheel drive for, yeah. down to Uluru through Kings Canyon, and then back up to Alice. And it suddenly hit me that I've never actually driven a four-wheel drive. And I know when you drive them on the roads, you don't need any special experience. But if I need four-wheel driving, I didn't know what to do. So this was just the perfect timing. So we went out to a place called Love Day 4x4 Adventure Park. It's in the Riverland in South Australia. Right. So it's not your outback yet, but this it was in four-wheel drive conditions that taught me how to stay safe when I do get out there. And one of my favourite tracks was, well, there was 150 bumps and there was the divorce track, but the one that really made me laugh, cackle, I couldn't stop cackling, was the boob shaker. Oh, well, that's a good name. And was it appropriate? <laughs> it was indeed. So oh. I now know that on my list of must-takes is a sturdy sports bra. Right. <laughs> and uh, some two-way radios. Right. And and a personal locator beacon. Right. Now, well, that's a good uh, idea. Absolutely. Now, I've heard of all these things before. I never had to worry about them. So I looked at this communications equipment really seriously, and, and they showed us that we had a bit of fun with it. We had these two-way radios, and one was in one car and one was in another, and they were telling us, oh, just watch out, there's a, there's a branch sticking out as you're coming up here or there's a tight left turn or there's a big, you know, there's a big dip, be careful. And we were we were enjoying it. It was just fun. But it was a really good lesson in how to stay safe. Yeah, so if you're in the outback and you were with another car, you can keep in contact because as soon as you lose phone reception, you can't really keep in contact. Yeah, but and, this, 
Were these communications devices, were they portable ones or were they wired into the car? So one was wired into the car, into one four-wheel drive, and we were testing the handheld version okay. in the car behind. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Definitely So, oh, idea. yeah. I think if you had your own four-wheel drive, you'd want one fitted to the vehicle. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah. But then yeah. probably a good idea to take the other one with you because you don't want to necessarily set off that personal locator beacon unless you are in... A, a, uh, immediate danger, you know. Dire straits, yes. So, yeah, what if you buy the? So, if, well, hang on. If we stay stick to the the two way radios first, they're probably your your first safety measure. You know, you can keep in contact with people who are in your party. Yeah. But then, if you happen to be out there on your own, you may well pick up some kind of radio signal from someone passing. If if that's you know on the cards, if you're near a road, but if you get into really bad situation then the personal locator beacons are just brilliant you buy them then you're registered with the australian communications maritime commission is that right uh, australian maritime communications authority i think i've got one in my boat and right. um you know if it, it it goes off if it gets wet you can't talk over these things they no. simply transmit your position that's and right your profile so it might not it might be your boat rego number or it might be, I suppose it could be a car registration number or some description because from the That's air right. they, they need to know that you're not sitting under a red umbrella because you're more likely to be under a gum tree. <laughs> and, yes. You know, they yes. all look the same. Yes. No, so that's, a, that's a handy thing to do. I, do. I assume they do those in Victoria, but um, the Riverland's not that far to go if I needed a lesson either. Well, this list place called Love Days, two hours from Adelaide or two hours from Mildura if you're coming in via okay. Sydney. It's not it's not very hard to get to. Um, but this, like Love Day itself, the, the adventure park is where if you've bought a four-wheel drive and you want to go and play, a uh, great place to go because they've got 14 kilometres of riverfront campsites as well. So okay. you can go and hoon around 40 kilometres of four-wheel drive tracks during the day and then you soak up the serenity by night. That sounds fantastic. So are you are you borrowing a four-wheel drive or hiring one or have you got one? I'm getting one through Northern Territory Tourism. They're hiring it. Okay. Um, and I'll possibly be testing out my own uh, communications gear from GME. I'm not sure. But I think a lot of the four-wheel drives, when you hire them, have to have a certain standard of safety equipment on them. So I'm yet yeah. to find out what they come with. Yeah. But the... the, the Personal located beacons, I just wanted to say this bit, they, they stress to us that they don't take over from EPIRBs, which is the next level above in safety. So an EPIRB is, is even better than a personal oh, located beacon. Okay, well, that's what, I've got an EPIRB, so I yes, assume so the, the personal one, which is the portable version of that, but no. Yeah, so you, okay. can, you can walk around with these. They're only tiny little beacons. But, yeah, they and use all a satellite. Do, they use a satellite system. Yes, and, they, and they'll just send your GPS location. And they know that if you set this off, yeah. there's no testing. You can There's a little green button where you can test that your little beacon is working. Yeah. But if you hit the red button, apparently that sends in the troops. Well, so you don't want to do that unless it's a real emergency. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. We're going we're gonna to have to test this when you're out on, on patrol. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to test the PLB because I don't want to send in the helicopters when I'm... Well, you might run over Skippy out there. That'd be a disaster. <laughs> the two-way radios were hilarious, and they were saying to us, um, 
how they've saved many marriages when, you know, people that own caravans, when they're trying to park their caravans, um, you know, and there's there's a uh, hubby might be driving or and the wife might be at the back or it might be the other way around. But quite often there's yelling because one can't hear the other and they're giving ridiculous hand signals and stuff. So oh. these little two-way radios apparently can save marriages. Well, <laughs> I think that's terrific. That You could be the host of our new technology segment, the way you go. <laughs> I'm such a technophobe. I'm not good with technology. So no, if I can right. understand this stuff. Oh, I, th- I think you're on the right track. Uh, Carolyn, that's the sort of stuff you you need to be aware of if you're going to go out into the into the I great think it, unknown. Yeah, I think it's a really good lesson. I yeah. think it's it just made me more aware that yes, things can go wrong. And where I'm heading, there will be cars around. I'm not heading off into you know the no, desert I, or anywhere like that. Yeah, um, and a lot of where you are going is paved road. Certainly yes, down Alice yeah. Springs to Uluru, I think, is a paved road. But you're going to go via the West McDonald's, so you might be on some dirt out there. Well, the West McDonald's are okay, the road along there, but it's the Marini Loop is the little part of that. That's not completely sealed. So, right. um, yeah, it's just it's just something that I've always wanted to do and I've got yeah. the chance to no, do well, it. Sounds, and I'll look forward and, to talking to you on air about that once when you're doing it or once you've done it. All right. Absolutely. If I get some reception when I'm out there, I'll give you buzz. Beautiful. Well, I'll <laughs> let you get... Uh, Get on with your life. Thank you so much for uh, for talking to us about that, and uh, we'll look forward to when you actually take off, and we can uh, see how it's all going for you, how it's working. Terrific. Thanks, Graham. Thanks, Carolyn. Carolyn Jasinski there, with maybe a little too much information, but we think the personal locator beacon is a great idea in case she gets lost when she undertakes a serious outback adventure next month. Promising to report in, Rita. Great. That way we know she's safe.